Episode 262, Belief Over Reality. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying in power. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen of Always a Lesson, host of the Empowering Educators podcast. My goal here is to just ensure you stay empowered. I want you to hone your craft today, tomorrow, obviously, always. We are just losing too many great folks to other professions. And so I'm doing my best to provide guidance and inspiration. I want you to retain your elite educator status so you can continue to impact students and colleagues for generations to come. I'm so excited to be in your ear today talking about belief over reality. Every human on this planet needs this reminder and encouragement. So lean in and listen. I have got a story to share with you today, people. Before we dive in, though, I need to just take a moment to say a few things. First of all, spring sports have started and there's a lot more normalcy after COVID. And it is so exciting to go to busy, populated places outdoors and be with folks, cheering on kiddos as they try out new skills uh, in the sports arena. So that makes me very happy. I like to start podcasts thinking about something I'm grateful for because sometimes these episodes get a little deep. And so I like to start off nice and happy. Also want to say thank you to over 40 countries listening. Today's quick shout out goes to Japan, Senegal, Saudi Arabia, Costa Rica, New Zealand. Gosh, I want to go there so bad. Poland, United Arab Emirates, and Germany. That is where my folks hail from. So that's a special place in my heart. I hope you've all been loving the bonus episodes. Those are the live clubhouse chats with my teacher leader besties. So make sure you tune in and subscribe. I guess now they call it follow and you won't miss a beat. Last thing I want to tell you, the coaching summit. If you lead teachers in any capacity, you're a mentor, you have student teachers. Now we even have sessions for admin. Coaching Summit's July 11th through 13th. I know that is in the middle of summer. No worries. There is a replay available for months so you can catch it when you can. Sadly, the launch week pricing of 45 bucks a ticket's over, but there is still early bird pricing. It's $55 until June 30th. So tell your administrator to pay for you. You can grab your edgy besties and colleagues. Let's geek out, get stronger, smarter, and more effective together. Oh, and did I mention I am kicking off the summit with my keynote on creating a leadership legacy. No matter your role, you have a powerful wake that you leave behind you. And that wake does 
to empower and guide others speaks volumes about your character and your impact. So let's level up, y'all. Come hang with me and 45 plus other top-notch presentations and workshops. Like I said, replays available. So even if you're busy vacationing or you just want to rest and relax because it's summer or working a million jobs like I was, hustle, hustle, hustle. Don't worry, you got plenty of months to just fill your nooks and crannies with a presentation and workshop here and some there. And it's great. I'll leave you the link in the show notes. You just go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast, you'll find the show. If you've been listening for a while, you know I like to share with you the rationale for the episodes. Like, where does she come up with these crazy? crazy topic ideas because I've been doing it for, gosh, are we getting close to 10? I think we are rounding up to 10 years. That's ridiculous. I mean, we're not at 10, but we're getting close. We're definitely rounding up. So I was on Instagram. That's my new favorite place to kind of hang out. And I saw this reel, which Instagram loves showing reels now. So if you're not making those, (laughs) definitely do it. It is helpful for your kids or your staff to take in content in a fun, unique way. And it forces you to be short and sweet, which means you've really prioritized what you're going to say. So cool, different way to add to your PD. Anyway, there was this Instagram video on the SAT test, and this was by Trevor Moad, and he is considered the sports world's best brain trainer. (laughs) So he does a lot of mental conditioning. He really helps you master the mindset so then you can actually go after and tackle the the skill stuff. And many folks don't realize how much your mind plays and your own success, especially professionally, not just in sports. And, you know, if we think we can't, well, then we can't. And if we think we can, we'll find a way. Uh, sadly, he's this guy's died from cancer last year. So it's really sad. But his message is being shared. And I want to share it with you. I wish I could put the audio clip, but I don't have permission and all that. So I'm just going to tell you the story of what he was sharing on this reel. So he said... This guy was failing out of high school, but he promised his mother he would take a test called the SAT. And this guy takes it. He's bombing, failing out of school. He doesn't expect anything. Well, he gets a 1480 out of 1600 on the test. He gets the score and his mother says, did you cheat? (laughs) He realizes now he's smart and going into his senior year and says, you know, I'm going to go to class. So now he starts to go to class and he doesn't hang out with who he did when he didn't go to class. He graduates. He goes on to a community college and he becomes this massively successful magazine entrepreneur. And so this guy telling the story says, you know, okay, you know, the guy was always smart. He just needed a standardized test to unlock it. And his dad told him, no, that is not the story. This is what I want you to understand. Twelve years after all this guy's success, he gets a letter in the mail and it turns out the SAT board will periodically review their test taking procedures and policy. The year he took the test, he was one of 13 people sent the wrong SAT score. His actual score was 740 out of 1600. He said people thought his whole life changed when he got that 1480. Well, what happened, his whole life changed when he started acting like a 1480. And I was crying by the point in the story. And I'm like, yes. And so Trevor, the guy telling the story who has since passed, 
his lesson he took from it was you become the person you think or believe that you are. And I agree with that. I call it the self-fulfilling prophecy. You think you can, you can, you think you can't, you can. Um, And so it made me think of athletes and that comparison, you know, having big dreams of becoming a super successful athlete. It really begins with the thought that hey, this could actually happen to me. And you have to believe you're capable and worthy. Otherwise, you wouldn't put in the work. You wouldn't even entertain the dream. And I've seen teachers go from being on an action plan, which in our district is basically walk the tightrope or you're out of here. And in one year's turnaround time, they became teacher of the year. Seriously, from action plan to teacher of the year. I mean, come on. It's because they ended up getting the right support and they started believing that they could actually be good at it and they rose to the challenge. So I wanted to ask you, what do you believe about yourself? And more importantly, does that belief match your current reality? Because you know, it doesn't actually have to. This story teaches us that everything around him said he was unsuccessful, his grades, his behavior, even his mother's expectations. But because of the SAT score mix up, he started to think different, which led to him acting different, which led to different and better outcomes. So by the time he found out the truth, his whole life was rewritten to his potential, not his reality. He rose to the occasion. He made it happen with the same brain and the same interests. But this time he just believed that he could do it. Thoughts, actions, outcomes. Say it with me. Thoughts, actions, outcomes. One more time. Thoughts, actions, outcomes. One thing I really hate is like when there's this one circumstance or moment in time that defines you. This is a very silly example, but I dated a guy in high school and my marketing teacher, we were at a conference in Disneyland and he said to me, this is your boyfriend. I mean, I was so shocked at his reaction, but I knew in that moment he expected more of me. And I I mean, as if my parents hadn't already preached the same message to me about dating my own, they called caliber, which really just meant someone that wasn't like fooling around. Like he just didn't take life seriously. I mean, he was a teenager and I was very focused and got my schoolwork done and played sports. And, you know, I was like on the right track. I wasn't perfect, but you know, my train was on the track and his was very much like he didn't come to school and he was, you know, whatever. Anyways, I digress. Uh, even my boyfriend's parents tried to nudge us to break up. I mean, we, everyone looking in was like, these are two totally different worlds. One is very straight and narrow and him, you know, you get the picture. So that same marketing teacher later didn't pick me to lead the school store my senior year because he didn't approve of a member in the group I applied to work with. He had to fill out a form, say, here's the four or five people that would help me manage it. And because he didn't like that one person in the group, he denied our application and picked somebody else. And I was very frustrated with that. I mean, this was one of my best friends. She was a tremendous outlet. I mean, she was an okay student. Um, but you know what? She went on to become a college athlete and now a nurse practitioner. She might have been very teenager-ish, <laughs> very much like similar to the guy I was dating. But I really saw past it in both those examples. Um, but Sally, who I hung out with, was starting to say a lot more about me 
than I realized. And I wish the world didn't operate that way. I guess that's why I was, I was trying to tell you in the beginning that I really just hate that one circumstance or moment can define you. You are who you hang around. And just like the guy in the story, he didn't go to class. And so he hung out with other people who didn't go to class. And because they weren't in class, where everyone else was, they had to make up stuff to do to occupy their time. And as you can guess, they were just up to no good. And I'm sure my dad and my marketing teacher could tell me to stay away from that guy too. But as you can imagine, things worked out for him. Things worked out for me too. I believed that I could make a good choice, even though in the moment and those specific instances, I wasn't necessarily thinking long-term. I mean, now I've got married six years with three beautiful kids, an adorable pup. Plus, it turns out I can run and operate a business. (laughs) Even though in high school, I was told no, you know, regardless of my friends, which I make better choices now with friends too. Um, We've all been there. But the point is, you know, when I left the classroom and I became a coach for a nonprofit organization and later uh, left that role to do what I do now on my own and lead professional development for schools and do keynote speaking and chat with you here on the podcast and write blog posts and create curriculum for teachers. I mean, I just love to give back and to help and to dig in and do the work. I don't hang out with the high school shenanigans anymore. I just don't have time for it. I think we've all grown. But the point here is not letting those moments in time define you. And I'm so glad that he didn't let who he was in that time of his life define what he was going to become, you know, he could have easily gotten that SAT letter and didn't believe it. He could have said like, there's no way that's a total mix up. I mean, his own mother did that. And he could have said, I don't even go to class. Look who I hang with. This is much easier than trying really hard, you know, but he believed it and he decided I'm going to go to class. And because I'm going to class, I'm learning something and then I'm going to get into college. And now I'm this great entrepreneur. And it's amazing that that was in him all along, but he just needed some guidance. And really, honestly, it starts with the belief in yourself. Because even if you have great mentors, it's really all about you. You know, even though my parents and my marketing teacher were trying to direct my path, I, at the end of the day, directed my own. But because I believed I could do more and because I wanted it, eventually when I grew up to my senses, I was able to do it. And and so did the guy in the stories. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. I also wanted to mention here, I have always had a family that celebrated little things. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know about the red plate. It says you are special today. My dad celebrated and acknowledged everything from haircuts to honor roll. I mean, my siblings and I always felt special and supported and what we were doing in our lives. That became a huge part of my self-concept and my belief system and myself. I knew I could rely on me. I knew I could be successful because I had been and I had been seeing I had been seen doing great things and celebrated for it. And so I started to believe I could do it because everyone around me said I could and time and time again they celebrated me for things that didn't even matter to things that really did matter. And some of you listening maybe didn't have that growing up, but it doesn't matter. You don't necessarily need the support system. 
the students I taught and the teachers I coached, many didn't have that example or my experience, but many of them with the right mindset reminders and accountability, they flourished. And so that's what I really want to talk to you about today is how can we help create mindset in others and be that accountability partner to ensure they truly believe it deep down when no one's around that they will when they're ready, take the right steps and become whatever it is they want to become, whether it's status quo or not. It's never too late to turn the boat around. I mean, just like the guy in the story, you could be going down the wrong path, but if you believe you can do it different, that's all you need to start thinking and acting differently. Those actions will start to gain momentum, adding up to big changes. So stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for the evidence around you. That's the reality of the situation to step up to the plate. You, you step up before your reality looks like a king in a castle. You just be the dang king. Okay. Great athletes practice like it's the big game, even though their surroundings in the moment say that it's not. Edu leaders have told me dress the part that I want, not the one I have. And not just dress, but act. You know, be the role I want so I can show I'm ready, I'm willing, I am capable. Hire me, I can do it. Do you all remember the Christmas movie called Polar Express? And there's the boy, he didn't believe in the magic of Christmas, so he couldn't hear the bell. That same boy went on this adventure to the North Pole. He saw all the Christmas magic in action, he started to believe. And so for the rest of his life, he heard that bell. It really wasn't until he was open to the idea that his thinking changed, which then changed his behavior, which then changed the outcome he experienced. That goes back to the the thinking, the believing, the acting, and then the outcomes. So personally, decide what you want to be and how you want it to be. Grab a buddy, share your dream, allow them to hold you accountable. And that means red plate moments. I mean, texting and celebrating the little tiny wins to the big ones. We use Voxer all the time, everyone on my team. And then anyone I lead, I'm always checking in with them on Voxer. It's a great tool to stay connected for that exact reason, to celebrate the little things. It's a quick voice memo. And some voxes are 10 seconds, but you can send memes and you can text on it too. So it's a cool way to just have little dance parties when things are going great. But professionally, and most importantly, I want you to help others believe more of themselves. So whether you teach kids and help them believe big things for themselves, please teach them how to make it a reality by planning backwards with small daily actions. Like they don't have those skills. So whether you teach kids or if you coach adults who are honestly all over the spectrum and belief that their role will have an impact and that it matters, whether you're doing either of those things, Know this, that you are a motivator, Uh, especially me who's a coach. I am someone who holds up a mirror to help other people develop their current level of performance. I mean, that's a figurative mirror, but the point is I'm helping them see what's really happening, but I'm also there helping them see what is their potential. Where could they go? What could the things be like? People don't just wake up believing in themselves. I mean, isn't that kind of sad? Uh, They have someone in their life who kind of plants a seed, whether it's a negative or a positive seed. And my parents planted 
a positive one in me and I pass it on to my own kids, my students for sure, the teachers I coached and now educators I work with worldwide. Your reality is not where the story stops. It's not whatever, look around right now, the car you drive, the house you live in, the job you're driving to, your level of fitness, the way your appearance is, who your friend circles are, the degrees on the wall, all of the things. Just just look around. Take stock. Your reality is not where the story stops. Are you who you believe you are? Are you being who you know you can be? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe you can accomplish in your life? What talents and skills do you have and do you believe you can have? Who do you want to be at the end of your life? Dream big dreams, y'all. It's belief over reality. Your reality is a moment in time. It's a snapshot. They're just part of a puzzle, but they're not the whole picture. And one moment in time or circumstance is not all of who you are, what you do, and who you believe you can be. So start thinking, believing, And acting like that 1480 SAT score. Think, believe, and act like your future kick-butt self. (laughs) You'll attract greatness in friendships and job opportunities, getting accolades, and so much more. So I'm going to give you some homework because I can't help it. Here we go. Three steps. Step one, define the dream. What is it? What do you dream for yourself? Deep down, if nothing matter, no logistics matter, because I don't want to hear all that this ain't going to work, this isn't going to happen, it's not possible, let's just dream, okay? Define the dream. Be very, be crystal clear as if you are picturing it in your mind. You might even want to write it down. Sometimes that helps us envision and hold ourselves accountable, and it might be a little scary, and that means you're dreaming big enough. Step two, daily mindset work. You've got to have some sort of consistent practice built into your day where you're going to think good things about yourself. You're going to dream this dream into reality, okay? But you've got to do it enough that it enters your subconscious mind. So if you do it on Monday and then not again for a month later, it's not going to help change your thoughts and it's not going to change your actions and therefore it's not going to change your outcomes. So we have got to make it a daily practice, whether it's two seconds or 20 minutes, you've got to find time in your day where you can dream, remind yourself, reflect on it, think about it, say it over and over, picture yourself wherever you want to be right now, the type of person you want to be, the type of people you want to be surrounded by, the job you'd love to have, picture it and say it to yourself and start believing you're worthy, you're capable, you're worthy, you're capable. The more you think it starts to seep in, you can plant your own seed, okay? In your mind, in your heart, you know what you want, you know what you need, and you know you can do it. Step three, Dress the part of future you. That means be the 1480 out of the 1600 on that SAT. Just start being that person. Just act. How would this person act with this type of job or with this type of paycheck or with this type of family or with this type of friendships, this type of schedule, whatever it is you dream your life to be, what does that person act like? They're probably really happy excited, 
Start being that person. You got to be able to attract good things that happen to you. No one wants to hire someone who's angry over their reality because they just look at you as an angry person and you're not. You're just angry over the circumstance. But remember, the circumstance is not forever. Okay? You got to get past the moment, the instant. Uh, No one wants to be pegged as something that's just one part of their life. Remember my silly story? (laughs) Thank gosh people knew that I was going to be more than who I was hanging out with and what was happening currently. So let's go over that nice alliteration homework. Three steps. Number one, define the dream. Two, daily mindset work. Three, dress the part of future you. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on becoming what you believe about yourself instead of what reality says you are in the moment or because of a circumstance. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. (laughs) 